Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The narrowly passed $369 billion climate package approved by the Senate on Sunday could bring money to San Diego. That funding could be used on rooftop solar, zero emissions vehicles, and more. The bill is formally known as the Inflation Reduction Act, and it's the single largest American investment into curbing climate change. Nationally, it's expected to reduce emissions by 40% over 2005 levels. Union Tribune reporter Deborah Sullivan Brennan has more. Uh, Deborah, as a quick recap, can you tell us what's in this bill? Sure. Um, it's a number of measures that are some are targeted at consumers, some are targeted at businesses, um, some are targeted at research and development, but basically includes um, incentives to individuals to invest in cleaner energy, and that includes about $9 billion in home energy rebates. It adds new tax credits for um, zero emission vehicles or clean vehicles. So it would provide a federal tax credit of 7,500 for new car or 4,000 for used car. Um, so the legislators are hoping that will make the cost of investing in an electric vehicle, which can be prohibitive, but that will make it more um, manageable for um, car buyers. Um, it adds tax credits for improving home efficiency with systems such as rooftop solar and heat pumps, um, as well as uh, rebates for other kinds of uh, low energy appliances. Um, it's also going to encourage um, renewable energy development by adding $30 billion um, for state and electric utilities to convert to clean energy. Um, and then it allocates this is important to a lot of the advocates that we've talked about. It allow, advocates 60 billion for environmental justice efforts. So that would be efforts targeted at the people who are most affected by climate change, people living in areas that have both high climate emissions and possibly also high air emissions. Um, some of the areas in our, in our uh, county include Barrio Logan area near the Port of San Diego, um, San Ysidro. So those communities could get an infusion of funds to target the effects of this pollution on their communities, as well as to reduce uh, the climate emissions. Um, and uh, in addition, some of these places are affected by the effects of climate change, you know, heat, heat waves and other effects that might be addressed by, for instance, adding urban forestry or planting trees, um, helping them, families in those neighborhoods get efficient air conditioning. So those are some of the various uh, measures that it would address. It would also provide some money for research and development, and companies can also apply for tax credits. So companies that provide solar or wind or other forms of renewable energy or storage for those would be able to get tax credits to help them grow their businesses and expand those uh, efforts. So this is viewed as an environmental win by most Democrats, but it also includes plans to extend the use of fossil fuel. Can you explain? Yes. Um, so that was a trade-off or a concession to Joe Manchin. Um, the original version of this bill um, that was proposed last year was called the Build Back Better bill. It would have been a more expansive bill that would have included other kinds of social uh, social support network spending. Um, but that one didn't fly because there were two senators, uh, Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema, 
who objected some of the provisions of that. So this is kind of a scaled back effort that focuses on some of the provisions of that bill and the biggest one being climate. Um, but Joe Manchin is in a part of the country that is, is tied to coal mining and um, as well as fossil fuels. And so he wanted some provisions that would expand um, some new oil leases. So that's kind of a bitter pill for some environmentalists um, who feel like we're, it's kind of defeating the purpose to add more oil leases in when we're trying to cut back on fossil fuels. Um, the Congre congressional offices that I talked to on this said it would be better if they didn't have to include that, if, if you know, we could just pass a climate bill that focused only on renewable energy, but they said that the, um, the reductions, the net reductions in greenhouse gases would be many times more than the new additions of greenhouse gases. So they're saying uh, on the balance, this is still a good bill that will significantly reduce greenhouse gas emissions. How did Republicans uh, react? This test on a party line vote, um, and that was, um, it's a financial measure, it's a budget measure, so it wasn't subject to the um, filibuster, so they just had to get Democrats on board. And as it turned out, um, that, that was what they needed and that was what they got. The Republicans did not vote for this. It was strictly a party line vote in the Senate. Okay, so you spoke to local leaders in San Diego about how the funds might be used here. What do they want to prioritize? Well, um, when I talked to Rep Representative Scott Peters, um, he was saying he would like to see more investment in electric vehicle charging networks. Um, that's along with the price of electric vehicles, that's one of the other um, kind of uh, barriers to getting electric vehicles adopted more widely, that there just isn't the really expansive charging network we need to make sure that people can get where they need to go and charge when they need to charge. Um, he also hopes that some of the money will be spent on port measures. Um, the infrastructure bill that was passed last year included funding to upgrade port operations, and some of that could be used for climate um, friendly adoptions, but this would add an additional $3 billion that would be specifically for reducing emissions at ports. So that might include things like um, switching port equipment to electric or some other kind of renewable fuel. Um, it could include um, shore charging, which would allow ships to plug into port in, and charge electrically while they're docked instead of running uh, their engines and idling on diesel the whole time they're at port. So that should significantly reduce port emissions. And he's hoping that some of this money could go to that at the Port of San Diego. Um, Representative Levin said he's hoping that some of it will go to uh, the electric grid because in addition to building um, additional sources of renewable energy, such as solar and wind farms or adding rooftop solar, we also need a, a modernized grid that can distribute that energy. And so he's saying that some of this money should go to that as well. So the city of San Diego released a new climate action plan last week, and it wants to reach net zero carbon emissions by 2035. San Diego County is also expected to release an updated plan this week. Uh, what do you think will be in it? Um, 
Yeah, I just spoke to the county about that. The um, County of San Diego is working on um, two things. They're working on an updated climate action plan, which would be specifically for the unincorporated areas, as well as what they call a decarbonization framework, which would be a guide for the entire region to work together across jurisdictional borders to um, reduce or eliminate carbon emissions. Um, and so some of the things that are involved in that are really, really trying to um, focus in on a lot more rooftop solar um, and infill solar, as well as looking at the possibility for solar farms in the desert, um, looking at purchasing um, geothermal energy from Imperial County. Um, so the goal in both of those plants, and all of those plants, I should say, is to get to zero emissions, to convert to 100% renewable energy. Um, the city and county has set guidelines of 2035, um, but the, the state uh, deadline for switching to renewable energy, that the, the goal that the state has set is 2045. So sometime in that decade, um, all of these agencies are aiming to uh, wean off of fossil fuels entirely and switch over to renewables. So say this bill does become a law, how will San Diego and San Diego County, our region in general, go about securing these funds? Well, once it is passed, assuming it probably will this week when it goes to the House, um, it would then be signed into law. And then after that, they would open up um, grant, app grant funding applications. So our county and city and uh, our congressional delegation would have to go about submitting grant applications for specific projects, which again, could include the port, it could include environmental justice, uh, measures for areas that are most affected by this. It could include expanding electric vehicle charging. Um, it could include uh, incentives for businesses to um, expand or adopt uh, electric electrification or renewable energy sources. So basically, once it's passed, it would it would be open to grants, and that's how they would get the funding. And then we'll know a little bit more detail about exactly what projects this is going to support. Gotcha. So you mentioned it is likely to pass the House? Yeah, it's likely to pass the House. Again, it has to only pass on a simple majority, so that's, that should be doable in the House, and then it would need to be signed into law by President Biden. Okay, Deborah. anything else to understand about this bill? Um, no, I think um, local lawmakers are excited about the next steps of trying to secure specific funding for projects here and, um, and push our region toward renewable energy. Okay, Deborah Sullivan-Brennan, thanks so much. Okay, thank you, bye.